0: Good morning, church family. That ain't half bad, but it could have been stronger. Are you awake? (laughs) My goodness. Wow, it's so good to see you in the house of the Lord today. And if you're a guest in the house, we welcome you. And I hope that you will fill out a care card. We did get about four last week, so you've pepped up a little bit. Uh, But surely you've got somebody uh, that you're praying for. And uh, you know it's exciting. We pray for things and then to to see God come through and to thank Him uh, for answered prayer. And so reach over. Pick up a care card. Uh, Church folk is sitting around. You see guests sitting around. Why Help them. Help them to fill out a care card. If you have your tithe, remember you need to already took it back yonder if you hadn't done that and put it in the baskets. They'll take that up in a moment. Uh, and as far as your care cards go, you can drop those in the uh, basket as you leave today. But if you're a guest in the house, we welcome you today. Uh, and thank you for coming to worship with us here at First Baptist. And uh looks like we got a good number. And whoever, when you finish counting, uh, sometime before you leave today, whoever's counting, uh, let me know how many uh, that we had. Okay, tonight at 6 o'clock. Uh, we'll not be on Facebook, but we're going to be in the fellowship hall, uh, honoring. And uh, I don't even want to say goodbye. I told him a while ago, I love him, but I don't like it. I said, you can be like them, them, the the uh, spies that was sent out, and they got over there, and and a bunch of <clears throat> said, oh, this place is full of giants. So I told him, if you get over and it's full of giants, just come on back. You know, it's okay to backfire. As long as you straighten it up, you know. Uh, it, it reminds me, it's embarrassing that we got a 1938 model and I pull into the filling station sometime to get gas and, and to turn the switch off. And I need to tune it just a little bit, but you turn the switch off and go to get out and it sounds like a shotgun goes off. Boom! Everybody's looking. And I just go to look and too, you know, that's the best way to do it. <laughs> just, just go to looking too. Yeah, well, Good. Well, I hope if you've had a good week, and Lord, if the weatherman is any kind of tall, I'm looking to plow this week. I want to plow. I just want to smell the dirt. Uh, But God is so good. have sent us a lot of rain. Our farmers, the grain is looking great and pretty and green. Uh, But God has blessed us in so many ways. Um, But don't forget tonight. Be here as we uh, see you later, deal. for well, Mark and Mitz and their family. And what a blessing they are to us. And, uh, you know, I'm going to miss uh, them and their family. But, you know, hey, I told them if God's in it, praise the name of Jesus. Because we move on, you know, life changes, job changes. And uh, sometimes we don't like change, but it's for the best sometimes also. Okay. Anybody else got any announcements? Okay, Jeff.
1: If you don't have enough stress in your life, go ahead and have kids. And then if that ain't enough, have three of them. um, But this week has been uh, a trial on us. but. I wanted to uh, give a praise report on the power of prayer, like Kenny was talking about, and we got to see it with our own eyes uh, this week, uh, Wednesday morning when uh, Dr. Silva about as stoic of a woman that I know of, and when she calls Julie on the phone and says, "Get that baby down here. I'm putting her in the hospital." We we know to move. Um, they they had run her blood work and her pancreatic enzymes were at like 500, and the normal level was at 40. Um, and that's when Miss Heather reached out, asked to do an all-call, and she did. We heard from so many of you, and we thank you. Uh, the next morning, the very next morning, they run her enzymes, and they were down to 48 wow. from 500. Uh, and that's that's prayer all day long. And uh, So we just wanted to thank you all and let you know what's going on with her. She's back to being a rambunctious self. Uh, she still looks like a little ghost, because you all know she ain't big as a minute anyway, but... Uh, um, she's uh, energetic, eating like a horse. Um, she finally got her chocolate milk and chicken nuggets from McDonald's, so that made her happy. Um, but uh, we go on the 17th to see a pediatric surgeon. Uh, I look for them to want to take her gallbladder out because she didn't have any stones, but they said the bile was sludgy. Um, so for them going ahead and sending us to Greenville, I figure they'll probably and get, go ahead and get it done. So if it keeps her from being that sick again, we're all for it. But uh, we wanted to thank y'all for, for all the prayers, all the thoughts, phone calls, texts, everything. Y'all were tremendous, and we appreciate it. Amen.
0: You've got a hand for that. Amen. I saw a, a t-shirt. A guy was wearing a t-shirt this week, and it says, You do not scare me. I cannot be scared. I have three daughters. All right. Okay. Anybody else got a praise report you want to share? Yes, the beautiful flowers here and over here is left from uh, Gracie and Thomas' wedding. And uh, what a time we had last night. It was great. Big celebration. Um I got to go, Len and I, and uh, be a part of that, and so just remember them in prayer as they begin their lives together. All right, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for the privilege you give us to pray, and Lord, we thank you that every morning is new, is full of your blessings, ready to be collected, and Lord, we thank you and we praise you. For making your presence known already in this place today. We thank you for answered prayer. Lord, there's still much to be prayed for. God, we pray for our nation. Lord, I ask you to have mercy upon our nation. I ask you to speak through our leaders. And when I thank, Lord, how you spoke through a donkey and how you spoke through a, a rooster and how you spoke through a rock... Lord, I know that you can speak through people, and I pray that you would be in and all over our government officials, those that lead our nation. Uh, Lord, I just pray that your will be done. Help us to be good citizens. Help us to walk upright. Help us to claim your word as our pattern and our rule book. Lord, I thank you for all the guests that are in the house this morning. I pray that you'd bless them, and for whatever reason they've come today, Lord, that you'd make your presence known to them. And Lord, we'll thank you and praise you for all you do for us. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, Brother Mark.
2: Let's begin our worship this morning at the cross where I first saw the light. Let's state it as we sing. <music>
3: Oh, okay. no.
0: the cross praise the Lord for the light of the world which is Jesus and he said you now are the light of the world you are the salt of the earth and I think sometime hey what do I taste like you know praise God for Jesus it's time now for our intercessory prayer time and if you would like to join me here at the altar this morning you're welcome to Um, to come brother Ken Barton will be coming to lead us this morning but we want to continue of course to pray for our president our vice president our governor um, our doctors our nurses our teachers our students our military our law enforcement our first responders our farmers our utility keepers uh, of course for our county our state uh, our nation, the world, the virus, the vaccine, and we want to pray for Reverend Jerry Mahoney, also the family of Paul Penland. This is Rusty. Was Rusty's brother, and uh, his wife Janice, and the two sons Kenneth and Kevin have made it back to Washington. And we praised God for that because we prayed with them that God would open up the road, help the vehicle to run true, and get them back home safely. Uh, and He has. Also, the family of Dennis Kenley, um, we need to pray for them. And also the Gibson Logging Company, um, uh, the family of Ashton Black, continue to pray for Miss Pat Kendrick, uh, Gary Ridley, um, and Richard. Brother Richard will be having a a pacemaker, uh, this week, no, it's the 17th, am I right, Pat, 17th, huh? Well, get it whichever Just, just be there. One day. One day, you're right. <laughs> Go both days, get one on each side, I mean, all right. Also, the family of uh, Brother Horace Quarles, um, and of course, our newly married couple, Thomas and Gracie, uh, pray for them as they begin their lives together. So if you want to join me here at the altar, it's fine. If you don't, that's okay. Brother Ken, where you, you are.
4: Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, as minutes ago we sing about the cross. Lord, a month from this weekend, matter of fact, we'll be celebrating that cross the ultimate sacrifice that you gave upon it, and the celebration of Risen Again. Father, you're alive and working today. Father, we just thank you for this group today. Lord, we are the church. We're coming back together. I'm trying to look in your word of how we can relate this uh, pandemic episode to in biblical times. And I think about the capture of the Israelites and how they they hung their musical instruments up and no longer could praise you. But, Lord, they yearn to be back in your temple. Father, you're slowly bringing us back. You're opening the doors, the windows, and showing us the light to come back to the house. So, Father, we just continue to lift up those efforts as we continue to praise and to pray to you. Father, we thank you for your blessings already. Again, the praise of Remy Joe. We just can't give you enough praise for that as children often hit us the hardest. But, Lord, we know you're in control. Father, as we come to this altar, we lay down our prayers to you for family, for unspoken, but let us remember to always praise you for the glories that you give. Father, we thank you for this day, for the turnout, for what you have prepared on Pastor Kinney's sermon, and we just ask that you use him in a great way in Christ's name. Amen.
2: Today begins our week of prayer for our Annie Armstrong Easter offering. Our goal here is $1,700, and in your bulletin you should have a prayer calendar uh, that lists day by day. So this week, day by day, you uh, open it up and you read about the different missionaries. We're going to watch a short video about the first one uh, this morning. Uh, They are serving in Delta, British Columbia in Canada. This is part of our North American missionaries. I can't imagine... Being a missionary during the COVID, that that just to have to everything normal and just think of how it's disrupted our normal. Imagine you're in a foreign place, a working and serving the Lord, and everything you used to do you have to change. Uh, just amazing. So let's let's watch this video this morning.
5: I'm from Pakistan and due to the persecution, I was forced to move to Canada. I didn't know a single person in Vancouver, but praise the Lord, it looks like a mini Punjab. In Metro Vancouver area, we have over 300,000 South Asians and God put in my heart that there is a need to plant a church over there we start connecting with people. We are uh, having gospel presentations among Hindus, among Sikhs, and Hindus have many thousands and millions of visible gods, and I've been questioned many times, show me your God. Many are coming in our church for prayer, and the prayer is the very basic or first step, we are connecting with Saudisians. They are seeing God at work. And after practicing 50 years, 60 years with the other religions they were in, people are giving their lives and receiving Christ as their Lord and personal savior. Because of your uh, givings, God is the one who is showing through his Holy Spirit in a miraculous way He's touching their lives. It's not easy, but God is uh, doing a great things here in Canada in this area.
2: Let's pray. Lord, we're singing about the cross. And the power that it holds two pieces of wood Lord hold no power but that precious blood you shed for my sins for the people of British Columbia wherever they come from in the world Lord that's the power the power to save the power to change lives we saw a picture of of their gods. Little g plural. Took me straight back to Mars Hill Lord. Where, where Peter was questioned. Which God do we serve? And, and Peter said. The unknown God. Let's put one. This is the God. They knew there was another one. They knew that this was not all. I'm thankful you are capital G. In this trying dark time of our world. People are dying, people are going to hell, people are losing jobs, people are sick on ventilators, people, their routine has been disrupted, their businesses are closing, Lord, it's a mess. But God, none of this catches you by surprise. And this dear brother serving you in British Columbia, he had to leave Pakistan because of persecution. Can you imagine the dark days he experienced having to leave all that he knew to come to a place where he did not know anyone? But what are you doing with him, Lord? He's bringing people to the gospel, bringing them to your feet. What a testimony for this dear brother and his wife. I pray, God, you would bless their efforts this morning. And as all of our missionaries are serving all over the world, Lord, we have a great task We have a great task, but fortunately we don't have to go it alone. You've prepared the way for us. And Lord, may we be worthy bearers of that name. Thank you for the cross, Lord. It's made the difference in my life. It's made the difference in this church. It's made the difference in our world. It's the only hope we have. It's the only hope we have. In your precious name, amen. The wonderful cross this morning, let's stand as we sing.
3: just like St. Mark, I love you. love your family. felt like it's been a privilege to have you as a brother in Christ to lead us in music in the choir. It's been a privilege to sing with you. Lord. Amen. I hope this is not the last time
2: ever. We'll, we'll do know. a reunion tour. We'll do a <laughs> reunion tour.
3: Now, now, we're all pretty rusty from about a year's layoff, but we had our WD-40 this morning, so hopefully we'll be okay. <laughs> I love you and hope the Lord will bless your ministry. Yeah. (laughs) we <laughs>
0: that the cross is empty I'm glad the tomb is empty and I'm waiting for the morning when Jesus we shall see face to face the Bible says can you imagine that face to face and I believe he'll be looking at us with both eyes if you have your Bibles I invite you to turn with us to the Song of Solomon. Chapter 2, verse 15. This has been one of those struggling weeks. But I felt, kept feeling strong about this. And a lot of it came true as I worked through this. So make sure you Just listen to God to speak to you, in whatever way He wants to speak. You know, it's His business how He talks to us. It's just like if I as a daddy, it's my business how I talk to my boys. But as I talk to my boys, I need to think how God talks to me, because He's the example how He speaks to His children. Song of Solomon. Chapter 2, verse 1, take us the foxes, the little foxes that spoil the vines, for our vines have tender grapes. Father, I don't know what you're going to do with this, but I know it's your word, and I just pray that you would use it for your glory and for your honor today. Because I realize and know this morning without you, I'm nothing. So I pray that you just fill me with your words. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. You know, there's a lot of little things that bother us. Little things. Some of those little things we can't control. And most of the things that really bother us, really, if you look at them, they're just little things. You know, I, most of you know I ride a motorcycle. Sometime back, every time I would make a left turn, he would cut off. Straighten it up and it'd run. So what in the world's going on? Maybe baby don't like to make left turns. Long story short, I said, it has to be a wire. Well, i commenced to check wiring out. There are 27 wires in this loom that runs all over the back and up through the front fork. Twenty-seven wires. And I'm not teasing. I probably worked on this off and on for over two to three weeks, tracing every wire. Finally, right in the neck where the wires bend every time you turn was a tiny little red wire that was broken. Only thing was holding together was one little piece of insulation. So when you turn it would connect, when you turn the other way, it would disconnect. Drove me crazy. A little tiny wire walking along no problem everything's going well and all of a sudden something is digging in my heel i, I mean it was so bad i had to stop pull my boot off and out fell a tiny i mean, a speck of a pebble that was a digging in my heel that was keeping me from walking like i wanted to walk I thought I had a tiny little paper cut. You know what? Everybody have paper cut. It's so aggravating, so painful. I thought, well, it's just a paper cut. I can get over it. A couple of days later, this thing is festered up. So I got where I could mash it, and I mashed it, and out jumped a tiny little splinter. I mean, it wasn't big enough to even recognize but it was causing some trouble. A tiny little splinter. Sometime, you know, uh, can you see your back? Anybody, can you turn your head around and look at your back? I mean, I'm trying to get in the mirrors to see. There's something itching, you know, and I'm, I, you know, I can only reach so far. So I got me one of these scratchers. And, buddy, I mean, i give it a fit. I mean, I clawed that bite. And I finished, it was burning. I said, well, that ought to settle that. I bet it wasn't ten minutes. That tiny little itch started again. I said, Lynn, come here, please. Look look right somewhere along there. Do you see a bump? Do you feel anything? She's rubbing all over. I said, you're covering too much ground. It's just a tiny little place. Finally, she said, "Is that it?" I said, "That fit. I said, dig the just dig it out." <laughs> well, you know, she don't want to hurt you, but that little itch. You know, another thing I have every once in a while is a tiny little thing that aggravates me, and that's a fever blister. Don't you just love them? I mean, they just pop up there, and more they hurt. If you don't get something done, I mean, first thing it just works on into a sore and you try to smile, and it cracks, and somebody says, your lips bleeding, a little bitty thing, it disaggravates you. You know, it's that's why I call this the little foxes. Well, that's what the Bible says. Uh, you know, Song of Solomon is a book about love, if you want to read it. I mean, some of you like love stories. Song of Solomon. Uh, It's a book that expresses pure love as ordained of God in creation. And, uh, you know, it leads us to our relationship with Jesus Christ, who is the bridegroom, and you and I as Christians, the church as the bride. And we need to keep that in mind as we think about this, um, Because that's the relationship that Jesus wants to have with every born-again child of God. Is that we are the bride of Christ. And you know, just being in the wedding yesterday and and hearing take the vows, and, and I'm just thinking, you know, how blessed I am to have the mate that I have For for over 50 years now. And I I can even think back on that day in September when I made my promise, I made my commitment to love her unconditionally. And that's the way it ought to be between God the Father and the church. That is the born again child of God. A relationship. And it's not a little thing. But it's the little things That disrupts this relationship. So, as we look at this, uh, you know, I mean, it just says the little foxes. What do they do? They spoil the life. And when you look at your little outline there, um, first of all, they're mostly night travelers. Now, I've seen foxes in the daytime, but a lot of times they, they travel at night, you know, where they won't be seen. And I want to give you some scripture references here. You don't have to turn to them, but you, you need to write them down under uh, this uh, mostly night traveler. Uh, Colossians 1.13. It says, Who has delivered us from the power of darkness? Listen, the devil is the dark side, okay? Jesus is the light side. So who's delivered us from this darkness? If we're saved, it's Jesus Christ that has delivered us through the cross, have forgiven us of our sins. John 3.19 says, And this is the condemnation, that light has come into the world, and men love darkness rather than the light. Because their deeds were and are evil. Uh, you know, what, what good can come after 10 or 11 o'clock at night? You know, the only thing good I see is people that go and, and work that night shift. And they probably don't think that's good, but he got a job. But what, what is out there? 10, 11, 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. What is out there to do? Probably whatever it is out there to do, it's no good. It's it's after bedtime. Uh, You know, I'll be glad when time changes. Uh, I'm sort of, I guess, I don't want to say a night owl or what, but when when it goes to getting a little dusty dark, I'm I'm getting ready to go to bed. And I'm, I'm looking at the clock, and it's only 8 o'clock, and I'm thinking, well, I don't care. I'm going anyhow. <laughs> you know, I want to get me a long night. Uh, I don't like interruptions, but interruptions come. And don't misunderstand, my cell phone stays right by my bed at night. And Lamb, bless her, she's trying to teach me you need to put it on charge every night. Every night you got to put it on charge. you are going to recharge the thing. Uh, So I'll have plenty of power. And so, when I think about that, this night business. Okay, John 8, 12. Listen to what he said. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. He that follows me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Eternal life. You know, it's amazing. You know, here we are, all right? We're either... Lost or saved, we're either for Jesus or we are against Jesus. And these uh, mostly night travelers, these travelers, these, these little foxes, they go about during the night hours disrupting things uh, that you and I have laid out and have planned. And, and they wake us up, sometimes they wake us up after midnight, the little fox. It galls us to go over thinking about crazy things and keeps us awake. and, And first thing you know, we might drift off back to sleep, but then the clock goes off. Man, where did the night go? The little foxes a lot of times rob us of our sleep. They're mostly night travelers. But secondly, listen, they are naughty travelers. Naughty travelers, Isaiah forty nine four says, "Then I said, I have labored in vain; I have spent my strength for nothing, and in vain. Yet surely my judgment is with the Lord, and my work with God." You know, we may be troubled, and we might think our work is in vain and it is for nothing. But listen, Bible says that God will not forget your and my labor. Of love, and so therefore we continue on, uh, regardless of these naughty travelers. In Isaiah fifty-two three, he says, "For thus says the Lord, you have sold yourself for nothing, and you shall be re- but but you shall be redeemed without money." You remember Isaiah said, "Come to the storehouse, come and buy meat and milk." Without money. In other words, it's talking about salvation. It's free. It don't cost you anything except to turn your life over to Jesus. And when we do, He's promised to bless us. You know, it's a joy and a privilege when your child comes to you and said, Hey, you know, I love you. You were hard on me, but I'm glad you were. I'm glad you were. You know, it's not easy raising youngins. Uh, An older lady, if I called her name, many of you know her, some of you even kin to her, told Lynn, she said, when they're little, they step on your feet. When they're older, they'll step on your heart. And that's true. That is true. You know, we reap what we sow. If we're bad youngins, God may bless us with some bad youngins. But it's those little foxes that cause us to get off track. So not only are they mostly night travelers and naughty travelers, but they're also newsome travelers. They are a newsome. They cause inconveniences to come into our life for those who are trying to do the right thing. Just do the right thing. You'll have one cross the road, this short you world, or you'll see one dead in the road. Well, you know, foxes can cause us, when we think about um, this thing, um, foxes can cause us to fall out of service for Jesus. Now you listen. Our list of fallen out Christians of this church house is long. Now when I look through the deacon book and I, I'm I'm looking for, looking at names, and it's either uh, they're not active anymore or they're active. And you know what? We we almost got got more non-active than we have active. Now, I'm talking about before this COVID thing hit. You know, some people come because it's convenient. Or some crisis has come into their life and they think, well, I'll go to church and maybe it'll clear up. Listen, God knows if you and I are serious or not. And he might be one sending these little foxes into our life to bring us to attention so that we'll be more faithful to God. Listen, what do you have to lose? Being faithful to God. We have everything to gain. You know, I've been to several funerals lately and had some lately. And, uh, you know, I think about, well, where are those people? If they're saved, they're in heaven. But if they were lost, they're in hell. You know, I go to put, put wood in the heater. and I mean, it's so hot. I mean, you almost get burned getting a stick of wood in there. And I'm thinking, that kind of fire is nothing compared to hell. I can't imagine. You know, uh, these foxes will cause us to fall out of service. Scripture, 1 Thessalonians 5 19 says, Quench not the spirit. What does that word quench mean? It means to hinder. God will say, Hey, Not God, but the devil will send a little fox that will cause you and me to quench the spirit of God. God wants to move in your life and my life. He wants us to be faithful to him. He wants us to shine for him. He wants us to taste good for him. But these sorry little foxes come along and cause us to fall out of service because somebody said something that hurt our feelings. You know my feelings. When I worked a public job, you believe that or not, I did one time. Um, people would hurt your feelings. But you think I quit? Uh uh-uh. uh. No, I didn't quit. I talk to people sometimes, so how come you don't go to church? Well, they hurt my feelings over there. Are you still working? Yeah. Ever been hurt at work? Yeah. will not you quit? Listen, if we treated God like we do our profession, We'd probably be better off. I mean, people go to work sick, running nose, sneezing, spitting, and sputtering. They'll go to work. But they stay home so somebody can help them blow their nose or nurse their big toe. Preacher, pray for me. i got an ingrown toenail. We'll put it out here. We'll stomp on it and see if we can fix it, you know. You odd stuff. You know, it's amazing. The excuses, the little foxes that slip into your life and mine to cause us to fall out of service for God. Another thing that these foxes cause, they cause us to oppose what God wants. Ephesians 4.30. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, because we are sealed till the day of redemption. Listen, if you've been saved, you're saved forever. If you've been saved. Uh, you can try this. Maybe mom and daddy, if you're young, if they won't get on to you. Take an take a envelope and lick that envelope and seal it. Wait a little while. Make sure it's glued down good. Make sure it's dried out. And then open that envelope without tearing the paper up. You can't do it. When we're saved, we are sealed until the day that God sends Jesus to redeem us and take us to heaven. Now the devil would love to break that seal, but he can't do it without tearing things up. He can't get to your soul. He gets to our heart. He gets through our minds. And causes these little foxes to grow up and to be big foxes. And, and somebody say, "Well, what happened back there?" Well, I don't really remember what happened, but I just know it did, and I ain't got over it yet. Well, if you don't remember it, buddy, you got a problem. You ask people, "Hey, you been saved?" Well, yeah, Well, uh, I'm a member of so and so church down there. Who's your pastor there? Well, I don't really know. You either going or you're not going. You're either faithful or you're not faithful. I mean, somebody said, I'm a member of so-and-so church. Well, I'm glad. I'm proud of that. A few days later, you see the pastor of that church and you say, does so-and-so come to your church? They ain't seen them in two years. What happens to people? Some of you people have been in the military, and I want to say thank you, Jesus, for your service so I can have my freedom. Now, what do you do when a person goes AWOL in there? What is AWOL, preacher? Absent without leave. Now, you know, I would appreciate it more if a person was to come to me and say, Kenny, I don't feel good. I mean, my my knees is hurting, my back's hurting, and uh, I am going to Florida, and I'm going to stay in the sunshine down there for about a month, but I want you to know where I'll be. I appreciate that. Has anybody seen so and so left? Oh, they 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 gone to Florida, they've been gone. Well, I appreciate them telling me, you know. I'll just cut the paycheck. Ain't that the way it goes? When you think about this, the little foxes oppose what God wants to do. And if you yield to that fox, you will end up Opposed to anybody that gets that particular job or tries to do that particular Well, I can do better than that. Well, you had your opportunity. Why didn't you? So these little foxes, listen, they'll cause us to fall out of what of following God. They'll cause us to oppose what God wants to do. Now, this next thing, you're going to say you don't spell it that way, but I'm going to spell it that way. Exterminate. F O. Ex, okay, exterminate. I know that ain't how you spell it. You don't have to tell me after service. Destroy. John 10, 10. Jesus said this, and if anybody knew about little foxes, he did. He said the thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. You know what he'll do? He will steal your blessings. He will kill your joy. And he will destroy your testimony. Did you get all three of them? He will steal your blessings, kill your joy for the Lord, and destroy your testimony. And it don't take long if we allow the little fox to get in. It'll cause us to fall out of service for Jesus It'll cause us to oppose what God wants us to do. It'll cause us to exterminate, destroy the things that God has in store for us. And you know what the E is for? Extra cost. It'll cost you more than you intended on spending. It'll make you stay longer than you intended to stay. Those little Foxes. Oh, who's going to know? You know, this happened many, many, many years ago. A man called me. I don't remember why he called, but he called me. He's one of my church members. He calls me. And he's talking to me. And I'm hearing him talk, but there was a lot going on in the background. I couldn't figure that part out. So, <clears throat> when we hung up, the phone did not disconnect. Uh, it didn't disconnect. So I could hear, and they were in a gambling house, and you could hear them say, Get, give me another dollar, and you could hear the thing clink, 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 and then a little bit, give me another dollar. I listened, for, I don't know how, and I kept saying, hello! I whistled into the phone, hello! No, nothing. A few Sundays later, someone, I forget who was cleaning the church at that time, found the ticket in the in the second row in the book rack. I said, I wonder if that was him. I never said anything to him, never confronted him about it, because that was between him and God. But it was a little fox in there somewhere that was costing him money, probably more than he intended on spending. Extra cost will spoil what God has Wanting you to do and do it for him. And last of all, these little foxes, F-O-X-E-S, will cause us to do sloppy work. Just skimpy. Just to get by. You know what the results in Hebrews 6, 12 the Bible says, "Be not slothful." You know slothful is? Lazy. Lazy. Well, if I hang around long enough, somebody else will do this. Uh, I've tried to do it, but I'm just—I'm waiting on somebody else to do it. Well, I tried it, but I just couldn't do it. The little foxes—listen—can make life miserable. But it don't have to be. You know, it don't have to be. When the foxes show up, what are you going to do? You know, these new automobiles have all kinds of gadgets and bells and whistles and what have you. And Len's Nissan, a little old lighter, come on saying low tire pressure, and you go get it checked. No, everything's fine. No leaks. Everything's good. And and Saturday was a very stressful day. We had a lot going on. <coughs> we had to be <coughs> excuse me. Had to be certain places at certain times. <coughs> she has to go to town, do this and do that. So she gets in her car, fires it up, looks down at all the instruments. Everything looks good. Everything's clear. She leaves the house. I see her car going out. Just about the time she gets into 59, my phone rings. I said, oh, Lord, we you don't have, have a wreck. Hello, and she says, these instruments, everything was good, but I get in the road and it lights up. Low tire pressure. What am I supposed to do? I said, it's just a little fox. Don't pay it no attention. Go on. And she did, and then the light goes out, you know. Little, little thing. <laughs> See, that little fox is still raining up. You can go get it checked. Oh, ain't nothing wrong. Listen, life is full of little foxes. How do you deal with little foxes? Hey, just stomp it, get rid of it, do it right then. Don't put it off. Because putting it off is going to go back to what we said, it's going to cause you to fall out of service. It's going to cause you to oppose all that God wants to do. It's going to cause you to exterminate what God, if the way he's loving you and taking care of you. It's going to cost you extra. And finally, you're going to just do sloppy work. And people are going to notice it. So I say to you this morning, don't let these little foxes, look what it says, take the foxes, the little foxes. That spoil the vines, for our vines have tender grapes. You know, it's almost planting time. It's almost time for the bugs to arise. Start eating up what we've planted. Somebody says, Don't poison with this, it'll cause this and that. You know, these little foxes they're gonna pop up everywhere. But listen, don't don't fall out of service for Jesus. Be here. Now you look around. You know, we're not socially distanced, right? Some of us got masks on. That's great. No problem. Y'all, I'm tired of this. I'm ready to get back to something the halfway normal. I'm tired of these little foxes because they have become big foxes. Big foxes can tear up more than little foxes. So we need to think about it. We need to think about little things. They said at the table, it was time to ask the blessing. After the blessing was said, the youngest little child says to mom and daddy, to the oldest sister, she had her eyes open during the prayer. It was a little fox that was peeping. And they're out there. But I beg you, just deal with them. Don't let them disturb you. Don't let them cause you to fall out. We've had enough fallout. You agree? It's time we got back to the basics. It's time we got back to worshiping and serving God. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your love, your grace, your mercy. Thank you for the opportunity this morning to share Lord, you know how we feel this morning. You know the little foxes that's in our lives right now. And Lord, I pray that you would help us not to let these little foxes cause us to stray away from what you want in our life. Bless every home in this room. Touch hearts, touch lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Brother Mark coming lead us in our hymn for any reason you need to come to the altar i will be here if you want to come
2: 536 lord i want to be a christian
0: Attention today, and remember six o'clock tonight as we come to honor uh, Mark and his family. Uh, show them how much we love them and appreciate them, and uh, they still gonna live in the same place. And uh, but we are we're sorry to see them go, but uh, Mark, you know we love you, buddy. And if you get over and things ain't right, well, just give us a call. <laughs> We'll help you get transported back. Okay. Make sure if you've uh, got a care card to drop it in the basket as you leave. Cassie. 158 this morning. Ooh, great. 158. I think it was 128 last Sunday. Great. Praise the Lord. Invite your neighbors. Invite your friends. If not, are scared to come. Brother Maxon, would you come? Anything you want to share uh, this morning and lead us uh,
6: Uh, I will say I do know a few men that uh, are not afraid to put a piece of black electrical tape over that, that light in your car, okay? And you won't see it again. <laughs> Alright, let's pray together. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for the opportunity uh, to be with family this morning in your house. Uh, Lord, it's uh, something I never want to take for granted. Lord, humbled and, and grateful uh, Lord, to call this place home. And the folks that uh, make up this home, uh, Lord, I consider dear friends and, and family, and just to ask God that as as we leave here this morning, Lord, that we we leave refreshed and renewed, Lord, with greater perspective of what's going on around us, but Lord, not allow that to cloud who and what you've called us to. And so, God, help us to to walk in the light, to be in the light, to live in the light. Lord, with the ultimate desire, Lord, to point others towards you. So thank you for the word. Thank you again for the opportunity to worship and honor and glorify you. Now, Lord, may we go from here this morning and do that with our lips and our lives, in our homes and in our communities. Thank you for who you are, for all that you've done and all that you continue to do. We pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Amen.